thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I surrender all. I do surrender. Yes, Lord, we surrender and we give you glory, honor, and adoration. Thank you so much, sweetheart. It is wonderful to hear these all hymns, right? Sometimes we just get lost into the uh, beat and the drums and all that. And uh, probably, I think, uh, there are occasions where we just get lost into that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for showing up today at church. And uh, we here at Victory Church are so happy knowing that the good Lord God Almighty is with us. And I welcome you. My name is Gianna. I'm the pastor for Victory Church. And this is my wife, Tracy, our worship leader here. And here, all of us members of this church, we are so pleased to know that there are individuals watching online. And we welcome you. Today, we are going to study a beautiful message. It's uh, called Parents. And the promise that the good Lord is giving us when we obey his word. You know, this week we had uh, our traditional Bible study and somebody was watching online. And this person was very honest and asked the question and asked me, are you trying to, to do the Old Testament and fulfill the law kind of thing? And, and I think it was an honest question. And I said to, to this lady, First of all, I thank her for, for asking the question. And I want everyone to feel free to ask questions on the, uh, in, in our podcasts and broadcasts because it's important to know what you guys are thinking. And, uh, you know, a question is not going to be an insult. You know, it's not disrespectful. It's just a question. People want to know. So the question was, are you trying to do your spiritual life based on the Old Testament, and the answer is no. We live by faith and grace in the name of Jesus, right? But it's important to study the Old Testament. Not that every single time we study the Old, the Old Testament, right? We don't study the Old Testament every single message, but from time to time we do. And uh, particularly with the Bible uh, study, particularly with it, we are studying the Bible timeline and started in Genesis, and we are going through, throughout the Bible. So we will stick with the Old Testament for a while. But the most important thing is how the Scripture in general is talking to us about the Lord Jesus, the darling of heaven and his precious gift of salvation. But he came to fulfill the law. So he read the, the scripture as we do Exodus chapter 20 verse 12 it says you must honor and respect your father and your mother and you will have a long life in the land that the good Lord is giving you all right let's start by uh, making clear what is the meaning of honor in parents what is the meaning of to honor anyone Basically, to honor is to give a place of importance to someone privately and publicly. That is to honor somebody. We honor somebody in our hearts. We honor somebody when we are in a private setting, but also when we are in a public setting. We give to this person a place of importance. That is what the Lord wants us to do in regards of our parents, to honor them. But also, it says, and respect them. So what is the definition of respect? Is to acknowledge the authority of someone in regards of his life, position, and possessions. 
is acknowledging that authority. Can you explain that, please? Absolutely. I am with my mom, for example, or my dad. And this person, my mom, my dad, they have authority in regards of their life, right? Their position in, and their possessions. I respect them when I don't tell them what to do. I don't need to tell them what to do with their things or with their life because they have authority upon those things. That is respect. Respecting someone, it has to do entirely what is in your heart about them. But that is something that we learn. It's something that we just learn. How do we learn this? Well, initially, it's in our homes, right? When we are little ones, we were told in our home, be respectful. Don't answer that way to your mother. Don't talk that way to your father, right, in our home. And eventually, we come to church. That is why I encourage every family, bring your kids to the church. Because here in the church, in the children's ministry, they will continue hearing good teachings. If you are a person that is interested in having a great future and your children having good life, let me tell you, education, school-wise, college, is not all in life. That's important, but that's not it. There is something more important than that is, is what's going on in their hearts. When you bring your kids to the church and we keep talking about these principles, especially to honor and respect adults, that is going to make an impact in their lives. They learn to do that in the church, and then they, when they go to school, they already have this concept going on in their heads. When a person is respectful in his home and is going to be respectful in the church, that person is going to be respectful in the school. And what is the next step? Okay, when they go to the workplace, they are going to be respectful. They understand authority, and therefore, when they go everywhere in life, they will be respectful. The Lord Jesus told us something in Matthew chapter 7, verse 20 to 23. It says, the Lord Jesus said, the things that make people wrong are the things that come from their heart. All these bad things begin inside of a person in the mind. Bad thoughts, sexual sins, stealing, murder, adultery, greed, doing bad things to people, lying, doing things that are morally wrong, jealousy, insulting people, proud, proud talking, and foolish living. These evil things come from inside a person. And these are the things that make people unacceptable to God. That is what the scripture declares. How all this will start? It starts in our hearts. When we learn in our hearts that we should respect our parents, what is going to happen is immediately our mind is going to start thinking in that way. We start to think very respectfully. And therefore, when we speak, we are going to speak respectfully. And eventually we will understand that is our actions which determine 
the outcome of whatever is happening inside of us. And which are those actions, friends? The two main actions that we can think of is, number one is to serve. To serve. How many parents in these days have the privilege of having children that are serving them? How many parents? I mean, it's understandable when the kids are, children are little kids, right? You always are cooking their oatmeal, their eggs for breakfast or cereal, and then sandwiches for lunch, and then you cook dinner for the kids. It's understandable. They are little ones. You are serving the kids. But there is a time when that should change, when the kid is able to start doing things. Honoring your parents means the kid should be start serving the parents. That's why we need to train them in the kitchen, in the laundry room, in the bedroom, making their beds, doing their homework, picking up their stuff, keeping their rooms, their rooms clean, and all those things. Sometimes people just don't think that that's important. They have no idea how important is that. Because kids are going to start learning that number one, it is a good thing to have keep, keep, to keep things clean and ordered, and also to work and not just be sitting there. Because that is the favorite thing of many, many kids in these days. They just like to sit there and do nothing. Give me mama, give me papa. I want you to do this for me. Bring me this. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I want to play this game. I want this. I want that. This me, me, me. That's what they do. But when you understand that it's important for the kids to respect and honor their parents, you will pay attention to guide them to serve. And of course, being yourself the parent, you are going to ask them to bring you a glass of water. Observe how they do that. Hey, son, can you bring me a glass of water, please? And you just watch how he does that. I don't want to. Why? This is the first thing that they will say. I don't want to. Of course they don't want to. This is a natural instinct of the kid. I don't want to do anything, right? I don't want to clean my room. I don't want to make my bed. I don't want to work. I don't want to serve, you see? But if you teach right, those principles to your children, they will start getting familiar with the concept of serving. And then you say, can you bring me a glass of water, please, daughter? She takes the glass of water. She will ask you, do you want some ice, daddy? <laughs> How about that? Not just serving, but serving with love. Not just serving, but serving with excellence. She brings the glass of water with a napkin and says, would you like some snack? How about that? Serving, serving. But they, they will not do that automatically. We need to tell them how to do it. And that's why it is not bad for us adults here in the church, for instance. When we have other kids here, they are not necessarily our kids, and they, they are doing this or that, but we correct them and we instruct them with love. That's the key. We have to do it in a nice way. Because if you are the dad or the mom of a kid and somebody is correcting your, your kid, but in a mean way, you will jump. <laughs> you will say, hey, what you doing? 
What do you think you are doing? You don't talk to my child that way, right? But if somebody is nice and says to your kid, listen, what if you do this? What if you do that? You will, you will say, well, that's, that's right. This is what my child needs to learn. And this person is talking to my child in a respectful way. That's good. It's good, actually. The more adults are interacting with kids and telling them, hey, do not do that. Hey, what if you do this? Let me show you how to pour, pour out the water from the pitcher into your cup. You see, that is the job of ourselves, to teach them how to do things, correct them when they are doing the, the thing in the wrong way, but without yelling, without screaming, without being mean, without being sarcastic or detrimental. We just need to be nice to the kids so they learn to serve. And then the next step is to teach them to be generous. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Just, to, just the thought about this, to teach the kids to be generous. You know, give the kid a couple of bucks. Give them $2, and then you tell them, I would like you to share part of your money with somebody. Why? <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's my money. It's for my candy. You know, this is for my Christmas, my birthday present, whatever. But if you explain to this kid, listen, everything you receive, it was a gift. You didn't work for this. This was a gift. Share with others. So this is also a principle. The kid will start learning to give. Eventually, that kid that is learning to give is going to become an adult. And when you are old and you don't have any income, that kid will remember that you taught him to share and give will not have a problem coming to you and say, hey, mom, hey, dad, how are you doing with your bills? Are you behind with your bills? Let me see if I can help you with that. You see? That is our job as parents is to teach the kids those principles. So let's review quickly. Everything starts in our hearts, right? And from our hearts, the thoughts. From our thoughts, our words. And then finally, our actions. Actions that have to do with we serving in the house and also we giving part of our money. And that is possible. It can happen when we teach properly to the kids. Kids can learn that, right? And when they learn that, it's sensational. Now, what is the difference in the teaching of these principles Two kids and two adults. What is the difference? I want you to see that. With a kid, you teach them these principles this way. You teach the kid to do that to another human being. Go and do this to your mom. Go and do this to your sibling. Go and do this to your uncle. Go and do this to another human person. The kid at this point, doesn't have any clue because it's, it's just a kid. He doesn't get it. What is the spiritual value of this? But he sees that interacti interacting in this way with another human being brings, brings some rewards. The kid learned to do these things when the kid is doing these things to another individual.
With adults, it's different. With adults, it's different. If you're an adult and you just don't, don't, don't feel too familiar with what I am saying, maybe what you need is to relearn this concept of honoring and respecting. And how do you do that? When you start doing this for the Lord. Doing this for the Lord. The first thing is you are going to learn in your heart to respect the Lord in your heart. You honor the Lord in your heart. What is the meaning of that? Honoring the Lord in your heart and respecting the Lord in your heart is that you are not going to allow yourself to go into thoughts, words, or actions that will offend the good Lord. You see that? You immediately realize that certain desires are against the Lord. The Holy Spirit shows you that. How often the Holy Spirit is showing us that there are some things that we shouldn't do, right? And we just know it. But unfortunately, sometimes we just say, I'll do what I want anyways. And it's bad because at that point, what we are doing is we are not honoring and not respecting the good Lord. When you get the feeling that there are some things that you shouldn't do, remember is the voice of the Holy Spirit teaching you something, showing you something. And then your response to that in your heart is to say, Lord, I am not going to do this thing. I want to honor you and respect you. But you do that in your heart. Therefore, from your heart, you are not going to allow those bad thoughts that we read in Matthew 7. All those bad thoughts about doing bad things. You don't allow that. Much less the talking. So, if you're an adult and you really want to do the right thing about this scripture in Exodus 20, honoring and respecting parents, everything starts in your heart, your desires. What if you just say, Lord, I really would like to, to be different. What if you change my heart? <laughs> Could you change my heart, Lord? Because I'm, I am really messed up. <laughs> I need help. You know, it's not that I don't want to. I really want to do the, the right thing. But I am messed up. I just don't know how to do it. I need to reinvent myself. How can I do that? Well, we go to the Lord and we say, Lord, give me a new heart. Change my heart. Make me new. Because I want to honor you from my heart. And then we change our thinking by reading more the scripture. The more that you read the scripture, more familiar you will get with it. You will understand the scripture, and you will think more about the scripture, what the Lord is telling you to do, to think. Some people think, oh man, that sounds so boring. <laughs> that takes all the fun out of my life. This is the deal. Those who are thinking this way say that because they never have tried to do it. They don't know what they are missing because each individual that have tried please the Lord 
and change their mentality, surrendering and letting the Lord transform in their hearts. Each one of them is being pleased and satisfied with the changes the Holy Spirit has made in their hearts. We are just like, thank you, Lord. This is awesome. It's fantastic what you are doing in my life. The changing of our thinking and then, of course, the changing in our talking, the way that we speak. The language changes. The, it's, it's obvious. The, the motives in our hearts changed. Therefore, our way of thinking changes. Consequently, our way of speaking is different. We don't talk to people the way that we used to. Now we are very respectful. And then we start learning how important it is to serve the Lord. You know? Some people just don't think that is necessary. Maybe some people are thinking, well, I like the idea of going to church. I like the idea of reading the Bible. This is good. I like it. I'm happy I'm coming to the church, and I like to, to do this, and, and I'm getting familiar with this idea of going to church, and I'm happy with that. Is that it? No. That's the beginning. Because then is when you need to start seeing how important it is to learn to serve. It's exactly like with the kid. Kid, bring me a glass of water. I don't want to. <laughs> Son, please bring me a glass of water. Daughter, please fix me a sandwich. I don't want to. When you think about this, the good Lord is your father. And he's asking you to do something in the church. Are you the kid that says, I don't want to. Why? Are you that kid? Or you are the kid that says, sure, Lord, sure, Father. What can I do for you? What do you want me to do? Our hearts are changed. And then we say, yeah, I see, I see how important it is to serve. I want to cooperate with the church and to cooperate with the kingdom. And perhaps through my service, somebody is going to come to get to know the Lord. Somebody is going to be changed. Because honestly, how many families are so messed up wherever we, we live? I mean, people are li living la vida loca, right? On drugs and uh, partying Friday, Saturday night. Sunday is a disaster. So many homes on a Sunday morning are so miserable because they are not seeking the kingdom of God. Friday night, it was crazy. Saturday, day, the whole day, it was absolutely nuts. The night, unbelievably crazy. Sunday morning, they, they, they just don't know what to do with themselves. And the kids, the kids are just unattended, suffering. The couple is just in fights. The guy left. Now this girl doesn't know what to do with herself. And, and then they are realizing, tomorrow is Monday. We're going to go back to work. Oh, they are dying of frustration and desperation because they are missing the point. If we seek first the kingdom of the Lord, everything is going to change. Therefore, when you are serving the Lord, doing whatever you do in the church, maybe someone, you don't know who is going to be influenced by your life, by your testimony, and that person is going to come and be seat, sitting here in the church, in this church or in any other church, listening to God's word, and their lives can change. That is the 
calling from the Lord. Respect in your heart. Think right. Speak right. Serve. And finally, to give. It's so important for you to learn to give to the Lord. Oh, I see. All that you want is my money. I got it. I got it. No, my friend. No, no, no. Trust me. And I am absolutely honest with this. I do not need anybody's money at all. I do not need that. And I'm not saying this because I am prideful or I am rich. No. I say this because the one that provides for my needs is the good Lord. And I am not encouraging anybody, please bring money to the church so I can go and buy me this or buy me that. No, no. But when you learn the importance of giving to the Lord, it's like the kid that finally got it, got a job, comes back home and says, Dad, Mom, what are the bills that we need to pay in the house? Well, the electric bill and the telephone bill and the water bill and food and, and the mortgage and taxes and insurances and all that. Okay, well, that seems like a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. And I have been paying this for you since you were a baby. Now you are 27? Huh? 27 years I'm, I'm being taken care of you. What are you saying, son? Well, son, dad, I'm saying that I think I got it. I am willing to to contribute a little for the expenses in the house. Praise the Lord! <laughs> and we parents say, finally, ding, 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 he got it. Finally, he's going to be responsible. It's exactly what the Lord says. When finally a believer says, okay, so it's true, I never thought about it. Yeah, there are expenses in the church. I never thought about it. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, there are some things that we need to pay. And the Lord says, I have been paying this since you were born. <laughs> now you are telling me that you want to contribute to the expenses of the church. Great. You see? And the Lord says the same thing. Dingy, 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 dingy. Great. Finally, he got it. She got it. Is willing to grow and assume responsibility. When we give to the Lord, whether it's our service or, or our money, we are telling him, I honor you, Lord. I respect you. And that, my friend, is what brings great joy into our hearts. You know what it says in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23? Above all, that means... Above, oh, above, above your checking accounts, above your security fund, above your retirement fund, above, above all, all the things that you guard, above all, guard your heart because everything you do flows from it. It's your heart. That's the most important thing you need to guard. You know, why? There is so much disrespect before children and parents because children in their hearts, they do not have any respect for their parents. Well, they don't deserve it. You don't know my story, Gian. Well, it's true. I don't know your story, but the Bible says clearly, the Lord says, honor and respect your parents regardless. So we do that. 
But so many families, they have issues between parents and children. There is so much tension and turmoil because in their hearts, there is a big issue. You know what is beautiful? The Old Testament ends with the prophet Malachi in the last verse of that prophet scripture. The last verse says, there will be the time when the good Lord is going to bring together parents and children. The reconciliation, the restoration. When the prodigal son was eating the pig's food, you remember that he came back to the house? That was the restoration in between son and father. The Lord Jesus gave his life to create the restoration between the creation, humankind, and the good Lord Father. You see? It's all about restoration, bringing us, bringing us all together again in harmony. Families are hurting today because there is too much tension. There is, there is a lot of uh, resentment between parents and children. And we, we need to get rid of it in our homes, in our families. Forgive, forget, move on, and reconnect. Above all, guard your heart, because everything you do flows from it, flows, flows from your heart. I'm glad that you are here today, folks. I'm very, very happy to see you here, because each one of you is special for the Lord and for me. In my eyes, in the eyes of the Lord, you are special. And I pray for you, and I, and I love you dearly to each one of you. But also, I'm glad for those who are watching online. Because if you are watching or listening, that means that the good Lord is caring for you. And he wants you to be different, as he wants us to be different. We are going to end this service today singing a beautiful song. It says, change my heart, O God. This song, it's uh, written by Eddie Espinosa. And uh, it's, a, it's a traditional song that I hope that you will enjoy and uh, sing along, perhaps.
Lord, we come to you, we open our hearts to you, 